and welcome to episode 52 of Complete Geeks. It's been a year of this now. I'm joined by Bob. Hey. And Organic. Hello. A year of this. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, that sums it up nicely. Didn't expect to be saying this. Yeah. Uh, Either either we gracefully make it to another year, or within like two months, this fully breaks up. <laughs> what we need is somebody send in a question asking where we see the show going, so that yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you, like... you know where you know where I was going. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, fucking, what have you been up to, Bob? <laughs> I, uh, in honor of Ghost of Tsushima, I got into a huge like samurai film kick, so I started I. Not only on top of watching a bunch of samurai films, but then I started picking up even more. So uh, I watched Shakira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai, which is a black and white Japanese subtitle or a Japanese dub film that's like three and a half hours long. Fuck. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> but it, it's it's cool because you get to see a lot of stuff where you know they pull where Sucker Punch has pulled a lot of their inspirations from you know some of the shots and everything that they've done and i don't know it's i just got into a huge kick with it and i was like this is fucking fascinating the wife wants to kill me because she was like i can't walk away and just listen to this and i'm like "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) and then uh between at work i've been listening to an audiobook called uh it's it's a book about action park which oh yeah new jersey Yeah, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. I I heard about it, and I was like, I've heard bits and pieces of it, and so there is the owner's son released a book on it, and so Action Park toasts for you in the seventies and eighties. It's it opened up in nineteen seventy eight and ran till nineteen ninety six. It was considered the most dangerous amusement park in the United States. They've had so- hundreds, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of injuries and six deaths over the over that span, which was more than any park could take credit for and <laughs> and if so you, like go ahead uh, if i could talk um if you saw some of the rides you, all yeah. of this is totally believable so so they had a ride that they had a they had a, a water slide that had a loop in it and so one uh, story, what right and the and the loop the whole entire slide looked like almost like pvc like Drainage pipe that they would put through a ditch, right? And so one of the stories. So they, this is a slide, not like a log flume. Where it's no, attached. this is a slide, like a like a person right. would go down the slide. <laughs> so a story about the slide is when they were testing it, the guy goes over and goes down the slide. He like they hear a thunk. He makes it through, but he's all bloodied in the face and stuff. And then two people go down after him, and both of the people they cut their forearms and they didn't understand how. The maintenance people go inside and come to find out. The guy busted out his front teeth into the foam inside the slide, and his teeth were embedded in the slide, and that cut the other two people coming down the slide. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so they had like they had shit like that. They had dune buggies, like not on tracks or anything. Just like here's a dune buggy, go <laughs> yeah. go ride in a dune buggy. They had these little tanks. You would have you would have shit your pants if you would have saw these toes. They had these little tanks that shot tennis balls at 100 miles an hour towards one another. And so the attendants used to go in and, like, gather up all the tennis balls. And so they would just, like, everybody would just turn their tanks and try to pummel them. 
so and like was... and like people were like notorious like like go karts, the tanks taking them off the designated course. Yep. Yeah, and so uh, to- uh, organic sent you a picture. Toast. Oh fuck. What? What? <laughs> uh, the perspective is off for me there, but that's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so this park was like. This park was individually owned by one person, and he controlled. And he didn't call it like an amusement park; he called it a participation park. So that was the. So they were like the level of danger is dependent on your level of skill, and so that's the way he was able to like circumvent like insurance and things like that. And it's it's fucking crazy. It was it was a really good book, and like I mean, it was a ten hour book, and I ended up listening to it in a couple of days because I was just so interested because. It was just talking about it from his perspective on all the different rides that were being put in place and stuff. It was it was an awesome book. Yeah, there's some good uh, documentaries on YouTube about it, yeah. and there was also a comedy about it. What was it two or three years ago? With the the one John, with uh, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, it's action. like Action Point or yeah. something. Like, yeah, it's not but, not great, but no, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was one of the highlights of my week, and then uh, playing. I uh, got to play D and D with you guys on Wednesday with Toast and Shine and all yeah, them. Yeah, talk about that in a bit because yeah. that's like all I've got. <laughs> yeah, no, talk. you're good. No, that's why I just touched on it. Um, Thanks, guys. I, I'm yeah. just going <laughs> to jump in there. I'm glad that uh, the ice cream van just went by and nobody heard it because this no. fucking mic filter is actually working. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought I thought you were just like, because of my sheer willpower, I was able to stay here. <laughs> no, I mean, I showed you the. I showed both of these videos, didn't I? The RTX mm-hmm. voice stuff. It's yeah. Like, if you yeah, no, want to always... check out, just look on YouTube. <laughs> I'm very curious of what you're doing now on your mic. <laughs> oh, you'll never know. He's eating cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the videos on YouTube has a guy with a leaf blower, a vacuum, and a high-powered fan all going while he's talking. And you can't hear them. That's and funny. then he takes the filter off and it's just insanely loud like he's having to shout because he can't hear himself but on the mic it sounds so crazy because you can only hear his voice that's but he's funny. shouting like yeah, yeah that's, that's fucking crazy. did you get up too much oh no fuck there's more bob stuff god damn <laughs> <laughs> you can go to hey, organic you can, you can nah, go to organic that's, that's cool man it's cool yeah. <laughs> Um, the last thing was, uh, God damn it, there's more pop stuff. I'm sorry, that made me laugh. Oh, fuck me. I just seen the word set, and I was like, oh, shit. Right, bib on? I won't hear the, I won't hear the Velcro for the bib anymore. Don't worry, Bob, trust me, it's on. Uh, went to the mall for the first time since the pandemic started. Um, the mall was, actually, it wasn't that bad, because I was picking up the, the NES Lego set, so it's a Nintendo Entertainment System Lego set. Um, I went there early just to, because I called ahead of time and you can still line up, just not, you know, four or five hours beforehand, thank God. So I get there. Um, the store was really cool. They went over and they only allowed like six people in the store at the time. Um, they made everybody social distance. They Everybody was spaced apart and they came out and they were made sure that people were spaced apart. Um, the only thing I saw was like, there was one of those like this guy had to be like just like this fucking edge lord neckbeard was hoping that somebody would say something to him and he's just walking through the mall just like big fucking sweaty fat guy all black walking through the mall no mask on just fucking chugging out of his like 
I what I could assume was a fucking water bottle that had definitely had to have diet soda in it. And and it's just like I'm just looking at, I'm just looking at him like he's just a fucking idiot. And he's just he's just walking around. He kept on like he strolled like one way and then he like tried to stroll back and it's just like we're all just looking at him like he's a fucking idiot and I'm like, I don't give a shit. As long as you're not here for more than ten minutes, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> that was the that was the highlight of it. I was just like, Oh god, this guy. But no, I went there, was able to pick it up, um, was in and out and as soon as they opened up I was in and out in fifteen minutes and yeah, it's it, it was yeah it was in it was nice to see because like even the mall like online they give you actually percentages of like how filled up the mall is and like so it gives you a guess on like how how much how many people are going to be there and then when I checked when I was about to go there it was only four percent of the population or like four percent capacity so I was like cool I'm gonna go there and yeah grab it and get out so Fair that's enough. it yeah that's it for me <sighs> but you're organic. Um, mine ties right into Bob's, which sounds really strange. <laughs> yes. Um, I also I I got the notice from Bob yesterday that the Mario Lego set, or the NES Lego set went up, and um, that is the most expensive Lego purchase I've ever done, which is a pretty small one in comparison to what Bob has shown off. Yipper. <laughs> Still expensive. But, yeah, super excited for that. It'll be for the kiddo's birthday. And then also picked up the Mario starter set so I can get the little electronic Mario. That's that's the thing that interacts with the NES set, is that right? I I don't know. I'm really curious to see how that works. It does. (laughs) It does. I guess it just sends something to signal the stupid coin pickup sound and all that stuff. Yeah, the, st- the stupid coin pickup. <laughs> all six of our Nintendo fans who listen to this podcast are now like, there's fucker toast. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, I'm a Nintendo. F- I don't know. I just That's like calling <laughs> stupid. Uh, yeah, I think one of, one of my biggest draws towards the set is that it looks like it'll display really well. Mm-hmm. So. That was that was kind of my deal. Not much else outside of that. Start a new girl on Netflix. <laughs> real, real delightful. Real delightful. What about you, Toast? Just fucking D and D and more D and D. Started listening to an our podcast, Critical Role. It's called. Oh, uh, yep. It's basically a bunch of voice actors doing D and D. So gives it a lot more flavor than fucking. I'll be doing as a dungeon master or whatever. <laughs> uh, I also bought all the software and shit to run my own campaign and we're starting one with the UK guys tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be fun. It's probably going to be a lot more alcohol infused than the American one that we're running. Uh, which, well, I think there was one person infused with alcohol in the American one. And that's fucking Castle's drunk fucking monk. Uh, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run straight into this guy. And get pummeled. <laughs> yeah, I rewatched the YouTube video on that, and I was oh. like, I was saying, I don't know about you guys. I think we should stay together. We sort of got mumbled agreement, <laughs> and then I'm like, right, well, I'm going up to this room, Shane. Shane's like, oh well, you can't see anything in this room. Blah blah blah. I'm like, can I do a perception check? And then Castle just moves his piece over to somewhere else, and it's like, right, you're in combat. <laughs> and fucking people are screaming shit, shit. I don't even get to fucking see what's going on until 
was it two or three of them were dead? Yeah. I think the best part about it was that, like we did a roll for initiative and then we did the roll for initiative and the monsters scored a higher initiative, so they had to beat the piss out of everyone. And it's just it's just Toast and I in another room fucking playing rock, paper, scissors, like, all right, all right, you guys ready yet? All right, cool. Oh, yeah, so we went around the corner and there was two or three of them dead. <laughs> we did manage to survive that. Mm-hmm. Uh, get people back up i just like how then, shine asked me if i wanted to run do you want to just run <laughs> no i would i would hope i wouldn't uh because I, I thought i was dead at one point and mm-hmm. i remembered i had that reaction thing to shrug yeah. off some damage but then on the way out healed up everything's fine uh we get jumped by a group of orcs and there's a one like the doorway is one grid space so i stand there and they say, right, I tell you what, I'll tank all these hits so that fucking people don't go down again. I must have taken a shitload of hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the numbers start to thin, and Cass was like, oh, you know what, I'll jump out. And then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> like, almost instantly <laughs> again. <died> immediately. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, for yeah. fuck's sake, really? Yeah. Like, I've just yeah. taken, like, fucking double-digit hits at least. He like sticks his head out and seven orcs. He just sticks (laughs) his head out and immediately gets fucking clubbed. (laughs) But uh, we cleared that and we've all leveled up now, I think. Yeah, Um, we're all level two now, so I have to go through and pick feats and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, D and D is obviously something new, and as usual, if I find something I like, I go a hundred fucking percent. I can see that. Bought all this shit. I, of all the times, if you told me, what was it, like, a year ago, it was like, yeah, we're going to play D&D. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck yeah, that. I ain't that, much of, I ain't that much of a nerd. How's the... <laughs> Divinity was the fucking gateway drug. Mm-hmm. I told you, man. It's, it's just... It's, a, it's, a, it's fun because it's a, I, I'm not super huge into board games. I think a lot of them are really pretentious. And... I like D and D because of the fact that it's it. You have rules. You have set rules to follow, but you can bend those rules depending on how your DM is. And so, it, I think that's what I like about it the most. It's it's, and then if you're quick thinking on the fly about stuff, you can. I mean, obviously, you can set an NPC up to be fucking OP. But I mean, if one of your characters is like chaotic evil and wants to punch somebody in the face, and you're like, "Well, roll to strike," and he punches somebody in the face and fucking burns the town down, you're like. Well, as long as they're rolling correctly, sure, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so. it's it's that level of freedom that I like. I think we've got a group of five going, and four are brand new, and the fifth mm. is Scott, who last played third edition, I think. Okay. Uh, when his first kid was born, like maybe fucking 20-something years ago, or 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, so it's basically an all-new thing. I'm a new fucking dungeon master or game master mm-hmm. whatever it is uh, I'm just debating on how much I want to fuck them up like it's, <laughs> if it's I'm playing it like Friday the 13th or am I playing this to actually get them to like the game and keep playing I would um, I would <laughs> just just so that way it's a constant session thing I would imagine the best bet is to make sure that they want to keep playing <laughs> yeah I'm going to be definitely going to go lean in the first one I think but now I just throw in random shit just to fuck with them. Now remember too, like you can, you know, I've I've been to D D campaigns where like if you get sort of like bored being a dungeon master, 
you know, you can also do things like you can also make yourself a character, like interject yourself essentially as a character in the game. Like if you have yeah. like a constant person that's coming through to help like lead a path or anything like that, you can do that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at it, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But so just try to balance it with knowing what's coming versus wanting to play my character well sort of thing. Right, I understand. Like, round this corner, I know there's fucking going to be this, this and this, so I'm going to go around stealthily. Right. <laughs> but instead I'll have to sit back and not say anything and yep. hope somebody else suggests doing that. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's that. that's why during our during our session, like with Shine and stuff like that, you have to, there is like, you have to separate yourself because, you know, like you said, essentially real life person knows that there's going to be monsters in the room, so you're like, I'm going to do this to avoid the monsters. And it's like, well, you don't know there's monsters there. So what are you going to do? All right. Well, I'm going to walk into this blindly and roll, you know, see if I can find any evidence of something. And so it's, it's that kind of stuff. It's like, like when he explained all the stuff in the story in the town in the beginning, and it's like, you know, in your head, you know, all this stuff. So you can't play out the character of like, I'm going to go immediately look for a dragon because I know there's a dragon. It's like, no, you have to investigate and figure out information on what you want to do. Yeah, that was the thing as well. I had to make sure I didn't end up buying the same campaign that Shine's doing. Yeah. Uh, so I had to find out what campaign that was and so I didn't read anything about it then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, no. It'll, uh, it'll be good. You'll should. you'll do fine. You just gotta take your time. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. We'll see if Dave sticks with it or not. <laughs> oh, Kilda's playing? Depends. Yeah, we've got uh, Surf's playing as well. Uh, oh, nice. Be, yeah, I, first I don't know. I mean, you know, anyway. you're you're playing that you're playing that type of thing, and it's like it's it's just like wow. So, essentially, yeah. I mean, yeah. if it goes well, it'll be every two or three weeks, depending on people's availability. It's not going to be weekly because I'm going to use the weekend off in between the time when I normally do that to like plan out the next thing and just using that thing shine as you know, yeah. put down all the monsters and hide them and all that sort of stuff. So there it's, is a decent amount of prep to it. Yeah, uh, that's a that's the best thing you can do, and you know, just just be wary about like certain things because you know sometimes sometimes what people can do they can they can sort of like mess up your campaign. You gotta think of like things on the fly. Like don't let it ruin don't let it ruin your time or somebody does something that you don't want them to do. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, nah. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure I won't take any objection to anything yeah. like that i'll try my best to roll with it like literally but then i'll fuck them back right way. we had a we had a dm one time and he was such a piece of shit and it was like he uh we were playing and somebody did something that he didn't want to do and we were literally 30 minutes in and he quit he was like he was like the campaign's done he was like all my writing's not well relevant anymore i can't do this and we we're like what the fuck and we we're like you can't think of something new he was like nope i'm done we were just like cool this fucking sucks that was like one of the like this is uh, the one I'm doing is obviously an official sword and mm-hmm. coast or whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. sword coast whoever the fuck it is it makes dungeon and dragons uh, mm. so it's got a bunch of variables built in so okay, if these people cool. don't see this or don't do that then this would happen and if they do do this or fucking like there's areas you can skip completely like and go back round and right uh, it's like one of the just early on it's not going to spoil it for the people because they'll have played it by the time this comes out but there's variations on the fighting like if mm. they don't see a certain character in advance 
that character is going to go away into another room and I'll be doing secret roles to set off some big fucking trap thing that's coming, gotcha. which I can't wait to happen. Right. But if they do see him, then fair enough, they can fight him and all that sort of stuff and stop right. that happening. Hey, you, uh, know the best, you know the best part about this is because of the, the, the style we record and the time that you put this on? You can talk about all this shit and they won't hear about it until after you're done with your <laughs> campaign. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's a guy they could find and save or they could find and he ends up dying or they could skip all together and that gives you like very different things about what the characters yeah. will and won't know Good. and all that stuff yeah because it lays like, it all out really well like because so even idiots like me can follow it <laughs> yeah because before you gotta think like when we did it it was literally like you know and there's certain there's a certain level of like you know greatness with that was essentially you know we were sitting around a table like we're playing a fucking poker game and you had a, a board in the center and, you know, a stack of books next to you. So we used to be able to, like, reference back to the books and stuff. But a lot of that stuff was, like, passed on to the DM in terms of, like, level of, level of you know, being able to essentially, like, think on the fly. Like you said, if that person, like, didn't activate this person, what could you do? Like, move them to another room to have them activate it there or things like that. And, you know, seeing where stuff goes and... Yeah, I mean, and also, like I was telling you, like I was telling you before, like every every session doesn't have to end in combat. You know, if you don't, if you have like a fact finding session or you get to a session like, and sometimes too, like you can build up hype for people when you get to like some place and you're just like, you know, you're like, all right, you're standing out in front of the gates of the castle, you're able to activate the gate, and that's the end of the night. And people are like, what, what the fuck? And then it's like, you, well, if you want to make sure you're here in two weeks to play again, and it helps build up hype for that kind of shit. Yeah, because yeah. like obviously, cause it's a starter as well. It start it does start off with like the whole first section is going to be different fights, mm-hmm. but it's catching you out on like the thing that triggers the little guy scurrying away to set the trap is if you're in this area and you have a torch lit instead of sending somebody up ahead to scout mm. uh, with a dark vision or something. Which, as a new player, isn't going to happen. So the trap's going to be set. So after right. that, I can tell them why the trap happened, like sort of right. thing. Just like a teaching moment, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and like you get ambushed by certain characters, but it's always weak characters when it's something yep. that new players wouldn't expect. And so, and so that's the kind of stuff that you have to, you know, you really have to do, like playing into your character is like, like I'm playing a ranger. So the first thing I'm not going to do is just fucking walk willy nilly into a doorway and say, like, look, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to roll those perception checks, roll the, you know, and then after a while, your character. Even even then, like, you know, I'm used to that from the start, but after a while, like, working with a group of people, naturally, your character's going to start doing that anyway because, you like, this last session that we had where we got fucked up, now your character knows, like, hey, last time we walked into a dark room, we got a, you know, I got my throat punched, and so yeah. the last thing I need to do is do that again, so, and you can start reminding people of that kind of stuff, too, and so it gets to a point where your whole entire team rolls perception checks, and then whoever yeah. lands on the best one, it's, you got to start, like, that's the only thing, like, sometimes with that kind of stuff is it can erupt into chaos, and eventually what you can do is, too, is, like, if it's too much chaos for you, make everybody so that way it is turn-based. So, just like Divinity. Um, so, if everybody's yelling all at once and you just tell everybody, shut the fuck up. Kilto, all right, it's your turn. What do you want to do? I want to go here. All right, cool. Are you done? Yeah. All right, Scottman, where do you want to go? All right, you want to go here? And then eventually it gets to a point where they can start like talking together and stuff like that. But it helps you, it helps you as a DM control a little bit more so that way it's not just a bunch of chaos and you're trying to get words in edgewise. Yeah. 
then I'm obviously picking up from Shane's approach. Like he's doing it well. And yeah. Well, I don't know. For my first time, I feel like he's doing it really well. Yeah. It's like a good balance between if you're... letting you learn, but yeah. also not just letting you fucking get away with anything. Right. And it's a, and the big thing is like, are you having fun? Yeah. And yeah, if you're having fun with it, that means the DM that means the DM is doing a good job because you you have some DMs that take it too seriously, and so it's so fucking by the book. You're looking at a book more than you're actually playing the fucking game. And so it gets to a point where you're just like, I can't do this. It's it's like reading a textbook. Like every time it erupts into arguments because the DM will know something and then you'll try to counteract it. It becomes too much. It's like you have to have a little bit of leniency. You know what I mean? So yeah. then also I gave Castle shit, but that's not. He was playing his character the way it sh- should be played. Right. Um, he's a drunk fucking. I don't even know what that species is. Fucking bird. Pigeon. Pigeon. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Castle, Castle, yeah. Castle was the best one. He had the best voice. Yeah. Yeah. And now that he's level two, he's actually got an ability that lets him dodge. So right. by d- playing the same way he was playing today, but uh, yeah, or it, the other day, he'll be able to but, avoid that shit. But the best thing about like character evolution and stuff like that is the same thing where like eventually gets to the point where like you know castles like i'm gonna walk out here and you're like i'm gonna roll to grab him and throw him that way and so you like throw him that way or you like eventually we'll learn how to direct that person away from somebody else or tell him like don't go in this fucking room you moron like you know it's like it's it's that kind of shit where you start to work together as a team like that's the reason why like when you were like i'm gonna stand in front of this doorway cool i'm gonna shoot things from behind your back and then we're gonna go from there yeah yeah, fucking halfling shooting through my legs at one point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but no, it's it's gonna be fun. You'll you'll do well. It'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, that brings us on to video games then. Uh, Organic, so you can take you... your bib off, bro. <laughs> thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> uh, we've got organic since yeah. he needs some energy. <laughs> oh, I don't need if that was me, I would have fell asleep by now. Right. No, no, for games this week. Jumped into the new release, the Skater XL. Oh, shit. Uh, It's a game by, I think, Easy Day Games. Basically, a couple skateboarders just put it together. Hmm. It's been in Steam Early Access for the past year now. It's it's good. It's better than that session game that I talked about. Has potential. It's still decently rough, but it's a lot more approachable. Is it it more like... Sim or is it like, or is it more arcadey like uh, Tony Hawk? It it plays similar to EA Skate. Okay. With a little more, I guess, creativity and control. Nice. Um, still, the foot controls are done with the sticks, but it's a lot more forgiving than the other game. Yeah, because it sounded like what you were talking about the other game. It just sounded like if you didn't fucking know how to skateboard, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's. That session game is twenty bucks. This one is forty. Mm. Little, little higher price point for probably the state that it's in, mm. but I think it'll probably get a decently. I mean, a decent good size fan base. Nice. So is this a preview program thing, or is it no? Just... This this uh, full release. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you said like rough edges. I was thinking the same thing. Like. Oh, it must be a preview game. You're like, no, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and that's, hey. it's kind of interesting you mentioned that because there was talk six months ago that it was coming to early access. Mm. And then I think right. they got a really strong following, and then it was the next thing. It's coming to PS4. 
hey, we're coming to Switch. And then it was like, we're going to launch all these at the same time. Oh, shit. So, I, so what I hope that... Is make a skating game that uses the accelerometer on the Switch, and the Switch is the skateboard. <laughs> yeah. And you just do it like a giant version of that finger skate thing. Yep. No, yeah. like, like a fucking tech deck. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, put the, you put little skateboards, you put little skateboard things on each side of the Joy-Con. It's going to be all yep. these just broken switches. Smash yeah. fuck out them. Yeah. I tried doing kickflip with this bitch to shatter my screen. Fuck this game. <laughs> And then um, outside of that, I finally jumped in and checked out Maneater. Oh shit! It's on my backlog. I want to play now, that. It's it's a good game to like fit in there. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's just it's for me. It was just dumb fun. Like, yeah, <laughs> it it feels it feels like a game from like the mid two thousands released oh, on current gen. That's that's like right up my alley. Like it's like high scores and fucking just. Running around doing stupid shit until you get a game over. Yeah. <laughs> was that right that the announcer guy is the guy from Rick and Morty? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't think of the name. hundred percent when used, I said it, but yeah. He used to be on SNL, and then he was uh, on was it Archer on FX? Nice. All right. And then I tried out the EA game Rocket Arena this morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's that. Your anticipation is uh, <laughs> it sounded uh, now it, it's basically toted as like a a different style hero shooter mm-hmm. with rockets only. It feels like they're trying to split the difference between like Overwatch and Plants for Zombies, mm. and it's just it's pretty trash right now. <laughs> I have nice. watched some stream gameplay. I think it was like a capture the flag most of sort of thing. But you had no. Well, ah, it was capture the flag, but I think it was like a ball, and you could throw it about, and you had to score it back into your own end, sort of thing. So there is different game modes and shit, but I ah, fuck it, I don't know. From what I've seen, I wasn't super excited about trying it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I paid four bucks for it. I don't feel bad about it but i just don't know when i would ever go back to it hmm. at least yeah, i was gonna ask least... actually because scott put up a thing saying it was free so was that four bucks like a founder's pass type idea i don't know it was four in the morning i, I just <laughs> let me let me think i got a good deal because <laughs> uh, i don't know if it is i thought it might have been free to play but then i thought it might just be a store glitch and i don't know Say, in case you actually knew what you were buying, but no, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> how fucked up is it? How fucked up is a game that you have to sit there and regret your decision at four dollars? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, no. so as a private matches, did you notice? I have. I did the tutorial, which took about fifteen minutes, and then it kind of throws you into the first match, and that's all I've done so far. And the first match went through a matchmaking session, and it was entirely bots. Oh. (laughs) It's promising. But it felt good. I'm undefeated right now. (laughs) All right. Well, that's enough with me. What about you, Bob? Yet again, the same two games from last week. I'm still still fucking tinkering away at Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario. Uh Ghost of Tsushima, I'm almost through Act 1, because I've done the majority of the map. Toast is sitting there reeling in the seat because he wants to punch me in the face. And 
<laughs> Has it got its hooks into you properly oh. yet? Because you hadn't played a load the last time. It's, it's, I mean, it's, every time I'm like, I'm setting down for a session, something pops up where I'm like, I have to fucking do something else. But in terms of like long play sessions, yeah, it's, it's not as bad as The Last of Us because I didn't have shit going on there. But it's, I want to play it and there's a lot of extenuating circumstances that fucking stop me from playing it. And I am, it's, I don't, it's fucking still fantastic. I am getting, I'm getting the combat down more because I'm learning how to change stances mid combat. And at first I was like, fuck this combat. Like, it's really difficult. But once you start getting it down, you're like, God, this is like, there's so many times where I've recorded videos and like stopped and took pictures and stuff like that because like the combat is so fucking good. There's just instances where you just pull shit off to hard mode. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) It, it's, it's yeah, it's definitely it. It's got to took me enough where I want to fucking watch samurai cinema and shit like that. If that's any indication, and the and in terms of like you know having that much time, I've actually been putting more time into Ghost than I have Paper Mario. Paper Mario, I've put like maybe four hours this week in terms of like you know splitting up the time because I've wanted to play Ghost of Tsushima more and. Paper Mario is still a fucking... I, I don't care if it gets a lot of hate or not. I think it's one of the best Switch games that they've done so far. <laughs> I Fair really enough. enjoy it. That's, yeah. a, that's saying I a lot. I think for me, it's sort of like sitting in that one. If I ever have a low and want to pick up the Switch, then I'll buy it. Yeah. But I'm not going out my way to get it, sort of thing. Right, I I've never played a Paper Mario, so I can't be sure I'd even enjoy it too much. Yeah, it's not... and. The first Paper Mario's were like super like RPG heavy, like turn based RPGs where they you know you will level up and stuff. These have a lot more, these have a lot more, uh, just like a sort of adventure game sort of approach to it. And so, I, it, it's like I don't I can't recommend the game for you because <laughs> you're you're such a wild card when it comes to games. I might tell you to get this game and then you pick it up and you're like Bob it's shit, or I could pick it up and you're just like Bob I'm obsessed with it. I can't tell. <laughs> I I think I tend if a game's actually genuinely good, no matter what genre it is, I tend to appreciate it. Uh, I don't know. Try to think of games that I fucking despise. It's probably going to be something like Rocket Arena. (laughs) (laughs) I think you. I don't. Maybe I fucking like too many games. I can't think of games that out and out hate. Like you're the same boat that I am. There's not a lot of games where I'm like, I absolutely hate it. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much my my gaming time for the most part. How about you? Uh, well, the Red Dead update finally dropped. <laughs> Did you beat it all within like twenty minutes? No, I'm pacing it out. I'm <laughs> fucking. It's a lot of busy work, but there's also a lot of bug fixes and okay, like good. it is well done. Uh, awesome. Basically, it's merging collecting and hunting together. Hmm. You meet. It's a naturalist, I think you are, or some shit. You meet this person that wants to basically study all these animals and all that, so she teaches you how to craft, or you can buy a sedative darts for your rifle now. Oh, cool. Basically, you can knock these animals out, uh, take samples of them, and sell the samples to her. Hmm. Uh, It's just like another sort of sticker book type idea, like with collecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
you've got forest and mountain, you know, and then you've got desert animals. But they've also like the coolest thing is they've brought in legendary hunts that were in the single player. Oh, like uh, um, like in the other Red Dead, or in Red Dead One yeah, as well. Yeah, legendary animals are there now, so there's all sorts of things you can go on. Like uh, I think I chased down some fucking legendary fox thing, and it took me all across the map following it like finding different clues was, and then that was a pain in the uh, dick in the first one <laughs> <laughs> intercepting the pit poachers that are on its trail as well and killing them before they could kill it so i could knock it out to get a sample but you can also instead of knocking out and getting samples you can kill it and they've brought the trapper but it's not the same person but it's the same idea like hmm. if you take a legendary pelt to the trapper guy uh he'll be able to craft you some sort of piece of gear using it so like, you can have yeah. a big fucking wolf hat now and all that, but <laughs> then he crafts trinkets based off of legend, off of pelts and all that stuff as well that will actually give you like stat bonuses. Nice. Uh, but I've not done any of that because if you kill animals, they can the naturalist person or whatever gets pissed off to and she won't talk to you. So if oh. you go up to try and talk to her, she fucking whips out some olden times pepper spray shit but it's actually oh, like drugged and she sprays you with it and then you wake up somewhere else and she won't talk to you huh. so you can't like interact with her or rank her up or anything like that if you're actively out killing animals all the time so is it the is the other way around with like the so the trapper will still talk to you even though you're not killing uh, the trapper animals? doesn't care okay uh, cool he's just a, like a shop essentially gotcha uh, but like the actual role experience and progression, like the twenty levels, all go through that woman. So I'm sort of focusing on leveling up that stuff when I'm on, and then once I've leveled up and I've got the perks and all that shit from it, then I can just kill the legendary animals and get the cool gear. Right. Yeah, because that was another thing too. Like the, you can obviously because you leave it alive, you can track it again. Yeah, you just okay. send it off on its way, sort of thing. Like even if it's a predator like it wakes up startled and scared so it doesn't you don't have to fight it like it runs off oh, okay uh, at first and things like that uh, damn so that like essentially doubles up everything that's cool yep uh, yeah. and the fixed animal spawns which i don't think any of you will have really seen what the animal spawns are meant to be like because they were all fucked by the time you dived was in that it. was mm-hmm. that those like really like really freaky things where they would just like spawn out of the ground no, that was like a single player bug. Okay. Uh, you get like your horse would get set on fire if you went past this particular spot on roads yeah. on this track and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, like the lack of animal spawns basically was it like there was a server uh, load issue that they were trying to work their way through supposedly, hmm. or they just nerfed the spawns because trader was making too much money. I mean, you can make up your own mind whether they were being greedy or not if it was an actual bug but all of a sudden this has came out that needs you to find animals take a complete and the animal spawns are back like you spawn in your camp and then there'll be like a herd of deer off to your left you look to your right there's a fucking moose and all that stuff which you just never seen it's like you'd be lucky if you'd be going through free roam and find hmm. a fucking deer or a buck every couple of minutes right like, now they're just everywhere so when you're when you're doing these legendary hunts and stuff like that is it have the servers calmed down enough where you don't have to worry about his people as much in terms of trying to do them or most of the people apart from like oh, well, i think i call them like game pass dickheads or something like yeah the low level it's... ones that just get in for game pass were all about they came from grand theft auto so they thought oh everybody i see you'll kill but if you've got actual people that are playing the game they don't pvp unless they've gone into a pvp only mode or something like that 
is it's like much more rewarding and you make more money, get more experience, you get more of everything by doing the PvE stuff and the free roam lobbies. So mm-hmm. people that realise that just do it. Uh, it tends to sort of stay peaceful. That's uh, cool. I mean, that, yeah, because that would that would piss me off if I was sitting there trying to do like a legendary hunt and collect samples and stuff like that and kept like constantly getting shot or something. Yeah, like. Yeah. When you rank her up to level 5, unlocks legendary hunt missions, so that mm. puts you in your own session to go do a mission to hunt Nano. Okay. Uh, so you wouldn't, even if you were getting griefed, that'd be a way to get away from it. Nice. But you can find them out in the public sort of thing. Uh, but they're much, like, obviously, as soon as you get to 5, you're guaranteed to go after a legendary if you do that, whereas otherwise you're just hoping that you can go about the area that's right, without, spawning. Yeah, without getting... Teams. Yeah, without seeing somebody else or somebody else fucking trying to grief you and shoot your animal for you or something. Yeah, because it might be like a 1 in 50 chance that it's going to spawn in that area when you're there. And then there's probably like the chance increases that there's not going to be a dickhead about that shoots you or there's (laughs) not somebody that's already in that area hunting it sort of thing. It's like a 1 in 25 chance a dickhead shows up. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) it just becomes like fucking a minuscule chance so you're better just sticking to the missions. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, it's good. Like, there's plenty of bug fixes in there and all that sort of stuff. Like the animal one's the biggest thing. Yeah. But uh, the a new season pass or whatever they call it, outlaw pass as well, kicked off. Uh, and that's just you spend like the real world. Well, not fully real world currency because you can earn it in game, but you earn every penny that you spend back if you complete it. So you're not okay. at a loss in any way. Nice. I can afford the next one if that ever, whenever that comes. Uh, it's like it's that's a that's the most ingenious system. With it's like you can either pay for it to have it, you know, with real world money, or we're gonna promote you from playing our game consistently, con, you know, consistently by rewarding you with a pass for free. And it's like all, all they're able to say is like, yeah, we gave it to you for free, but the amount of money, the amount of time and effort that you spent in our game. Is significantly worth more advertising wise than it is for you actually just yeah. paying for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even if you do pay, I don't know, it's 40 gold bars. I don't know mm-hmm. what that is in real world money, but you're earning it back. So as long as you don't spend it on like anything you buy for gold, is either because you're short on cash, you can choose to pay for it in gold instead, mm. or it's to skip ahead for a rank unlock. Okay. Uh, like if it's say something's rank fifty, uh, you can't buy it with cash till you're rank fifty. But you could buy it early with gold. Oh. And then the last thing is purely superficial stuff that's gold, like fucking putting ma- like golden un- inlays on your weapon costs gold and all that. So you're not getting an advantage. Yeah. And if you choose to stay away from buying the cosmetic stuff, then you can keep buying that pass for that initial investment. It's not as if you need to invest every time it comes in. I mean that's smart, you know. It, it, that's a, that's a smart way to do it because I that would be me because I wouldn't need fucking who else is gonna who else is gonna be close enough to see that I have gold inlays on my gun. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> let me guess, yeah, you got gold. In, let, let me guess, I just <laughs> judge the yeah. shit out of you, right? <laughs> All my guns are fucking blinged up to fuck. <laughs> like the of course, most expensive of course variants. They, of course they are everywhere. toast. That's what happens when you have eight thousand hours and fucking Scrooge yeah. McDuck level of gold. And that's I right. <laughs> And like, I, I don't even know why, but I've got ten horses, all with the best saddles kitted out and all that. Just to I got a guild. 
Chated Quite the stud one. ranch you got. <laughs> You're like, I got a gilded horse. It's all gold. I don't understand why they did it. Uh, I just it's basically it. the golden jet from GTA. <laughs> that I fucking wasted money on. Uh, uh, can you buy no, a train I, yet? No. No. <laughs> I'm waiting for that kind of shit. And you're like, here's my whole town. As you can see, here's my Coke den and my opium den over here underneath the bar. And then here's my train depot. And this is my train. <laughs> uh, they, may, they may expand the moonshine or some sort of drug business. I could see that being an easy path. Uh, well, Coke but, wouldn't be a thing because Coke was used for everything back then. And it wasn't. <laughs> Coke was Coke was used. Ah, uh, you get cocaine gum that just yeah. uh, increases your stamina in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, there's loads of like they've got the groundwork there. So like, if they want to do the heist stuff, they could easily make it that once oh, you're a certain rank in the bounty hunter, you become disgruntled and you go do you become an outlaw or something like that. Like a bank you robber, know, like bank robbers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did that like outlaw kind of shit. Yeah, they did. Um, they did that alcohol kind of shit where it was just like you just able to roll into town and just fucking pilfer the whole entire town. Did like groups of like eight or ten or something like that, and you're just like you can just name your gang and shit. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean yeah. you can do that. You can grief PvP wise, but you can't do any sort of stuff like that PvE really for big right. groups. It's like I could log on and I've got an eight man posse ready and just fucking tear through people and shoot them constantly you know uh oh they also brought out an elephant rifle <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah that, uh, you're like well this is, is designed this is... it's like a fucking gigantic shotgun but it's classed <laughs> as a rifle uh it's d- double barrel and it's just designed for if you get caught out by a bear basically you can one shot it at close range you oh my god about shit but if you're crouched and you shoot it, it just knocks you over. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the animation because of kickback. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, I could imagine you kicking, like, trying to shoot, you end up missing the bear, it kicks you back on the ground, and the bear mauls you. <laughs> yep. That's probably a definite possibility. I'm yeah. pretty sure there'll be an animation for the bear scooping you up while you're knocked over and stuff. Yeah. Uh, wow. Like, one of the, like, aside from the, doing the missions for the legendary, like, there was a free roam event thing that spawned. Uh, and it got like I think it was maybe fifteen, twenty players. Like so, just random people in the server. Everybody got this invite if they wanted to do it. They hold down the start button basically, mm. uh, and it was to free a legendary wolf from the hunter and then escort it away. So like you kill all the poachers and stuff like that, and then you thingy uh, shoot the lock on the wolf's cage. But you also need to keep your distance from the wolf so it doesn't fucking just maul you. <laughs> Uh, and keep it alive the whole way while people are trying to attack it and make sure you just keep close you're like enough that, that you can drive it but not too close that it turns on you and all that sort of stuff you're like that one shitty PD employee that got his fucking head stuck in that chicken farm <laughs> you're like you're free wolf oh it's biting my neck of love yeah, but like the reward from that was obviously some cash but you also get a sample uh, mm. that you can sell with that one to complete your stupid sticker book it's so. stupid <laughs> He says he says it's stupid, but he's playing the fuck out of the game. <laughs> like this yeah, game's I mean, dumb. Anything that's got that sort of idea behind it, like just fucking I'm binge constantly. Like mm-hmm. Pokemon is essentially a giant sticker book. Yep. <laughs> and you love yeah. it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, it's but no, it's cool. Anyway, I mean, that's I'm, not even been the main game this week. Yeah. Uh, the, the main game is grounded. I'm excited oh, to hear about this. Oh shit! Yep. Yeah. I can't believe this was, I think I read it was an 8 or a 12 man team built this in 2 years and it's That's... fucking 
the mechanics in it are already so much better than Ark ever achieved. Really? Like, Holy shit, that's a lot. And building. That's a lot no coming taming. from you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, the taming was the biggest thing for me in Ark, and that isn't there in Grounded, so that's a massive sort of flaw in my eyes, but... Uh, like I think I said in Discord during the week, yeah. I want to be able to like ride a fucking army of ants to go take out a spider nest. <laughs> but I mean, that's a that's a thing that can come later. All right. Yeah. I mean, this is on the preview, so. Yeah. I heard about the arachnid settings or whatever. Oh, the arachnophobia uh, yeah. settings. Yeah. yeah. How how bad are the spiders? Because I particularly am not a giant fan of them. Scott is well. I don't know. Scott's sometimes arachnophobic. It's weird. It's like certain art styles will get them, whereas other ones won't. Uh, the thing that gets me the most is the sound of the spiders in this game. <laughs> like, fucking, you're obviously, it's Honey, the shr- I Shrunk the Kids in the Back Garden sort of idea, so, like, fucking, they tower over you. Like, you just hear them fucking from miles away. Oh. And, like, the little scuttling noises and all that stuff. You can't be sure if you're hearing an ant, a beetle, a fucking spider until it gets a little bit closer and all that shit, and then you just freak out. Uh, so Scott's, like, screaming down the mic like a fucking little <laughs> girl <laughs> a lot of the time. That's his own words this morning. Uh, and, it, like, me, I'm not particularly scared, but it's, there's... I can't even keep track of the amount of times like the hair on, or like I've had the sort of like tingles or whatever like that, where the hair on my arm sticks up just from fucking. Even little things like fucking. There's dust mites that can come attack you, they just look like mini spiders. Uh, it's. The arachnophobia thing essentially is a slider to make the spide. to turn the spider from looking realistic in that cartoonish sort of style to just a floating hitbox. So it's got different levels, like, you click it up one notch, it gets rid of the big fucking uh, front legs that it would sort of, like, raise up. Uh, nope. And then you get, click the next one, it gets rid of, like, the f- rest of the legs and the fangs or something like that, and you click the next one up, and then I think the body disappears, uh, and it's just, like, the head sort of floating with the eyes, and then you click the next one, and the colour and texture disappears, so that it's just a white head and eyes floating. Uh, but it's got the same hitbox, so you just need to, like, if you're putting that mode on, you need to know, well, this thing is a spider, so its hitbox is a lot bigger than that. It's like floating circle thing, and <laughs> so man, you could be playing right next to me without knowing who's got it turned on and who's not. Sorry. So do you have to turn your, like, so, oh, okay, so does, uh, does do they have, do others have it turned all the way down because they're like, nope, fuck this thing? <laughs> that was Scott. Yeah. For the sake of being able to see them at a distance, and actually getting the experience out of the game is held off for putting the arachnid mode on even though he screams every time he sees a spider <laughs> <laughs> now i want to play because that sounds magical <laughs> uh, Ew, but, like, the building mechanics are great uh, yeah. like coming from arc i decided i'd take on most of the building but what mm. the way it works really well is you lay down everything you want to build you don't use any of the resources yet so it just becomes like a blue silhouette Okay, and then anybody with the resources can run up and then add to that to then oh, shit, flesh that's out. Cool. So if you so guys like, are like you can in have different... one person lay everything out while others are away gathering stuff and all huh. that, and they can just come back to the base. So like you're chopping down blades of grass and carrying five little <laughs> stacks of grass that come from that because you're tiny, right? And like you're building grass walls, so you can just run straight up to the grass wall and apply. I think it's like three blades to make a wall. 
So you apply the three knives that just takes it straight out the little stack that you're carrying. You go to the next one. <laughs> now, does it explain why you're small? Through audio tapes and all that, the story is really, really limited. Let's say, like, if you do, if you just follow the story prompts, you're going to be done, like, open ended within twenty to thirty minutes. I'm just, I'm just laughing because it's like you find an audio tape and it's like, have you ever seen Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah. It's That's basically that. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> I think it's your dad or your friend's dad. I don't know which kid's parent it is, but you, it's tapes of him experimenting with a shrink ray and all that stuff. Like I've not heard how we actually get shrunk down, but it's like so far it's just him fucking doing research notes and all that sort of shit. You imagine uh, if you're in Tosa's backyard and there's just randomly <laughs> just piss flying out the window. <laughs> oh just, my god, it's raining. Somebody's got their mouth open. Close your mouth. <laughs> And there's a, there's a night mode in this, similar to Dying Light, where uh, things just become fucking scarier and deadlier, and there's more of them. Scott was just at the top of his lungs, just screaming the whole time. You're like, Scott, uh, shut the You can avoid the night by going to your lean-to, if you've crafted the lean-to, and you mm. all go to it at the same time. You can choose to sleep through the night, uh, mm. and then you just wake up in the morning. But we've got things like... Everything you find, there's like little resource research stations dotted about. You can go and research the stuff, and that gives you new recipes. So it's like you, you research the gra- uh, grass blades, and then that teaches you how to make like a grass floor, grass walls, and all that. Uh, you kill an ant, and or you kill a soldier ant, and you get the fucking mandibles or whatever off it, mm. and that teaches you how to make like a club with the mandibles stuck through it. So that's there's more damage how many, and all that sort of shit. How many people can play at one time? Four. Four? Uh, nice. Yeah, and the save is located on the host's game. Hmm. Uh, nothing transfers over between games, but if you came into my game now, you would see all the stuff I've unlocked and be able to do it like straight away sort of thing, which That's is cool. like, both a good and a bad thing, yeah. I guess. Because like, yeah. we had one guy that came in this morning, and it was his first time playing, so he decided to go away and do it because we're way past the tutorial and all that. So oh, okay. he doesn't get any of the prompts or anything. So he went back to do a little bit himself before coming back. To so it's us. yeah, so it's good to play by yourself for a little bit to get the mechanics down. And then if you want to like jump into somebody's game just to play, yeah, then yeah, okay. you don't have to catch up to them. You're automatically brought up to like knowing everything yeah. they know, sort of thing. Like if I research one thing, everybody in the group that's online sees what we've just learned to unlock that's, all that. Like we oh, all so it, just, it it just promotes teamwork like right outright rather than that yeah. that's cool. That sounds awesome. The spider I mean, I'm not a spider guy, but it's fucking terrifying. Oh, <laughs> right. it's out, they sound like, huge. Great. Like, you come over like <laughs> or like, fuck this game. <laughs> you, you just you walk around a corner and you can sometimes hear the spider snoring. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, then uh, it's like there's I think there's uh, there's little aphids there's little beetle things and all that the mites none of them really but there's gnats which are just as annoying as they are in real life like they're, <laughs> they're fucking a nightmare to hit yeah. uh, they don't do a lot of damage but they just keep slowly coming and fucking nibbling away at you nice. uh, well you're swinging about like a fucking idiot try to hit it <laughs> that's a and it, it's cool because like this is the it sounds to me like that's the kind of game that Microsoft needs in terms of, in terms of like those, like they might not hit like the single player, you know, expansive story like Sony has hit, but like having those kind of online multiplayer games that like show off Xbox Live and 
Like, it just, I mean, even for me, like, that doesn't like those kind of games, like the survival kind of games. It just sounds like playing with a team and everybody's on the same page, even though, you know, experience levels are different. That sounds fun to me. Like, I wouldn't mind yeah. jumping into a game and playing it just to see how it looks and plays and stuff. Yeah, you could, yeah. like, come into this and I could, like, if you came into my thing, you'd have access to all the recipes. So I'd just be like, right, you need to make this, this, and this. And then you right. just open up your crafting menu and see what you need for it. You can right. ask me where to get it or whatever, and you'd be like straight right at my level. Like there is no level as such; it's just knowledge. Right. Uh, but there's all sorts of cool little touches. Like if you cut down a dandelion, you could take a dandelion tuff, and that acts as a parachute for a while. Okay. <laughs> so like, because <laughs> yeah. you can climb a blade of grass, and the falling distance could kill you because it's like you're that tiny. Right. Uh, so like, you jump off and you whip out your dandelion tuft, and you just slowly float <laughs> down, but it depletes tuft. over time. Yeah. That's awesome. As the little things come off it, or whatever the yeah. fuck they're called. Yeah. It's uh, very hard. To, it's very weird to hear you say "whip out your dandelion." And <laughs> <laughs> and the word tuft. <laughs> You've got. What else have you got? Stink bugs, bombardier beetles, whatever the fuck they are. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like, I don't know, you need ladybugs, or f they provide like the strongest armor and they're not mm. aggressive, but oh. if you attack them, they will fuck you up. Two hits and you're dead, basically. <laughs> Jesus. So it's like, as a group, you need, to, you need to either lure it somewhere where it can't get to you, or it's like you're hitting it from behind, and then when it focuses attention on you, you run away while other people are hitting it from behind. And, so, it's like pack mentality chipping away yeah. at it. So with the with the combat and stuff, is the combat is it is it very much like a first person shooter where it's like you know you're like dodging stuff, or is it like turn based like sort of RPG style where like like a spider has the the potential to miss or things like that? Oh no, it's first person live action stuff. Okay, you're just running yeah. about swinging with a club, or you can make like if you find a thistle, you can fucking take thistles and make them into arrows and sort of stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, you've got the... We're playing on medium. Uh, I don't know. Like, it probably could be annoying. One of the things Scott kept struggling with at the start was his hunger and his thirst meter. Depleting, like, every day you need to make sure you're drinking or you're eating. Some sort of way. Like, we've... Now we've got... Like, we killed a couple of spiders, got some spider web, and then we've made a dew collector now out of that spider web so that every okay. morning there's little droplets of water gathered that you can fucking... A drink. Use them to drink and all that, yeah. Like That's cool. The survival elements, if you're not used to it, can obviously catch you out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's everything about it's well done. Very cool. That Even sounds, that been, sounds, it sounds awesome. I've had the game crash once out of maybe 10, 15 hours. Uh, wow. And I think to like when you die the stuff that the armor that you're wearing degrades a little bit but everything's mm. just in a bag where you died that you can recollect sort of thing uh i've had a bag fall through the floor twice but it's always fixed itself like see when i log in the next session the bag's just randomly there like it's repopulated it in somewhere else in the map uh whereas with arc like you could spend fucking 12 hours taming a dinosaur, then you log off and it fucking falls through the floor of the world and you never get it back. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ark was just a lot more punishing. Now, right. now, as far as this goes, do you think you would have gave this game a chance if it wasn't on Game Pass? No, not at all. 
even getting a brief touch of it, uh, XO19 wasn't enough to get me interested. It was only just playing with a group and then realising how fleshed out the crafting and all that stuff was, uh, how polished it was. It yeah. made me stick with it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know it looks like a kid thing, but <laughs> I wouldn't advise, like, if they have any sort of issues with insects or bugs or anything anyway, <laughs> especially with headphones, don't let them play it. Like, because yeah. the fucking the sound is the worst thing about it. Like, everything looks fucking okay, but then see when it's accompanied by that fucking creepy little scuttling noise and the hissing and all that shit. The scuttling would definitely fuck me up because then, yeah. That's, <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's. I don't know what age rating it is, but I just know it looks like it's a kid's game, but it's not. Uh, and like, well, I suppose some kids would fucking not care about a spider, just run up and get killed by it. My, my kid sees a fly and she starts dancing around like Michael Jackson. Like, no, yeah. no care of anything around her. <laughs> well, yeah, avoid this then, because. I think this is only the start, like I said, this is what I think 8 or 12 people I read in the story over two years. They're planning on making different locations, so like this is just the backyard, so uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them add wasps and mosquitoes and things like that, and oh more and more bugs as it goes on. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. I think the wasps would get me more than the fucking spiders, I don't really care about spiders. Uh but it depends how deadly it is. Like a spider can one-shot you if you're unlucky. They'll put the murder wasp that's... Or murder <laughs> hornet that's coming into Seattle or whatever, or Washington. God. Yeah, there's even, like, the way it ties in, like, there's areas that are affected by gas, so, like, you use comp- components from killing a stink bug along with... I think it's a weevil or something it's called, which is, like, this little beetle with a fucking dangly snout, and you can make mm. a gas mask. Uh, to then go into like dangerous like one area of the map I think they've left like they've got a, you can see like if you get up high there's a can of weed killer or something uh, like a gas tank that's just left with the valve on so you can't get into that area at all unless you've got a gas mask huh. uh, things like to make leather it's actually uh, going to like an area where there's a hedge and finding these little berries and it's you make berry leather by like drying out chunks of the berry right. sort of stuff uh, and the one time that shit like I switched off the game uh, I was on my own just exploding found these berries and you have to like shoot them off because you can't reach up to the hedge and uh-huh. I'm just shooting the berries down and all that using my little thistle fucking arrows and right. a fucking spider just dropped out of the oh, bush no. on top of me like <laughs> I shat myself um, it's uh the game <laughs> no wonder the, the game was also rated teen for because of that kind of stuff yeah it's yeah. Uh, it's one that I think you could easily think look at and think oh my kid yeah. loved playing this like a young child but no that's what, that's what I thought I was looking at it. I was like oh that looks like a kid's game but the way you're explaining it to me it sounds fucking just like terrifying <laughs> yeah like the night cycle is like fucking dying light like yeah. you've got all these threats that come out and about and hit oh. harder move faster all that sort of stuff um, really Again, I get immersed that easily, but it really right. does get to. I thought uh, I thought it's cool too that this is going to be one of the smart delivery games for the Series X. Yep. So I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious how, if it's how does it run? How well is, does it run? I've had zero issue. Uh, nice. There's every five minutes, I think it auto saves. 
okay. and for like a second when it does the autosave because it's writing something to the hard drive the frames drop a tiny bit mm. uh, I don't know if that's just because it's saving for me as a host I don't think people playing it will even see that at their end like other players that makes sense uh, but that's the only yeah. thing uh, apart from that one crash uh, yeah. it's the only issue I can think of like the bugs with stuff falling through the floor somehow magically fixes itself. I don't know how the fuck that happens, but <laughs> like it's like a it net underneath. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but I mean, that brings us into the news nicely. Uh, <laughs> it brings us into the news nicely. An hour and four minutes in. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, there's not a lot of news. I yeah. fucking closed this document. And not see yet. All of a sudden, is a lot of news. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the stories. Microsoft's having good time on Steam right now. Uh, basically, Grounded is now the top telling, uh, selling game on Steam right now. That's uh, awesome. Second is Flight Simulator, which is only up for pre-order. It's not even out. Uh, have, so you, that's, have you? That's going to get seen? a lot of... That game looks fucking incredible. Like It's insane on how good that game looks. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The Master Chief Collections inside the top ten, along with Sea of Thieves as well. Uh, so it seems like the fucking days of what was it? What was it used to call the fucking PC games on Microsoft? It was just fucking terrible. Like everybody avoided the launcher and all that stuff. Uh, oh, well, I, when they had the know. Microsoft Store or whatever. Are you talking about that? Yeah, I think it was just. Uh, maybe it was just Microsoft Windows. Windows games or something like that. Something like that. But that's obviously a thing in the past and this new Game Pass model is fucking like instead of being console focused, it's service focused. It seems to be paying off. Yeah. Because uh, I think Grounded was also way up there in Twitch over the weekend and uh, Sea of Thieves is constantly up there. Like Sea of Thieves has been out for ages and it's still in the top ten. Man, I'm one uh, of I think Master game. Chief only went back into the top ten because Halo Three came to it on the PC, uh, so that sort of bumped yeah. those sort of numbers. But it's fucking everybody talks about how why they can't be for pushing hardware. Like I think they're making a lot more money fucking just putting games on all these different platforms instead of fucking having to fucking well, invest in shitloads of hardware. Well, I think that's what I think that's what it's eventually going to get to of like the next few console cycles don't sell well for Microsoft, but they have these services. Because a lot of people were saying that, too. They were, like, give Microsoft, like, pretty much, like, outsourced Xbox Live to all these different companies. Almost like the way, you know, in in the same vein as, like, Sega became, like, a third-party publisher when they got out of the hardware business. It's like a Microsoft got out of the hardware business and just, like, offered their infrastructure out to companies rather than creating a console for itself. It's like, you know, PlayStation would use, like, you know, they would they would call it like something else, but they would use essentially the Xbox Live infrastructure and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And the thing to take into account is all these people are like Flight Simulator is the second best selling game on Steam mm-hmm. when it's free on Game Pass. So that's yeah. not including people that have Game Pass for PC, that's people that are just buying it for sixty dollars. Yeah. Like that's that money. Is, yeah, that's I mean kind of curious to see where that all shakes out because if people are buying the game like flight simulator obviously they're not getting the message on the value of game pass 
Yeah, I think it'll come over time, but yeah. I, again, Flight Simulator is such a niche thing. I think you've got people that have been waiting for fucking to dust off their fucking yeah, $600 there's... flight stick and all that. Yeah, there's going to be those people that's all they play what? for the next few years. What? And I'm curious, too, like, I wonder if, like, for that situation, too, do companies, like, buy that version of Flight Simulator to use in, like, actual simulators, or do they use, like, a special, like, a special version of it? Because I've, I've heard about that before, like, Flight Simulator is, like, so good on certain ends that they are actually able to use it for, like, almost like a commercial purpose. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly that's what the fucking nine eleven guys done, wasn't it? Use yeah, flight simulator like yep. prep. Yep. Yeah, you th- you think in the new simulator they're going to be tracking where people are flying and what they're doing? <laughs> I, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, and then more Xbox Microsoft news. Uh, Halo. Well, is it three four three have came out and said Halo multiplayer is going to be free to play uh, for anybody with gold but i think gold is disappearing mm-hmm. over the next year or two anyway uh, so it's just going to be their all their multiplayer is free to play but if you want some of their titles like for the campaign options and stuff it'll be game pass uh but that's free to play and 120 frames per second which the more i think about it like it's cool but how many people like obviously i play in a monitor that's capable of it but how uh, many TVs are 120 hertz? Like, for people they're, that just... They're getting there, but, I mean, it's mainly people... It's still a niche market, like, where people like us know what to do, but <clears throat> in terms of, like, in terms of, like, somebody going out and looking for a 120 hertz television, not very much. Yeah. 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 I think, and that's honestly, the thing as well. The kit, like, see, even I'm showing... What game was it? Was it Ori they tried to show the difference between 120 and 60? <laughs> yeah. Blown it, down. it makes no difference unless no. you actually got the 120 hertz there to see it. Right. Like, otherwise you could just put something in slow motion and something in slightly less slow motion. It doesn't yeah. translate, like, the same way to people. So, yeah, because, I mean, that's the way, like, I'm probably, with all this stuff, with you know, talking about 120 hertz refresh rates and stuff, I'll probably end up, my wife is in the market for a new television. I was like, well, you can have mine. And then I'm probably going to end up getting a 120 hertz television to coincide with all that so I can actually see that kind of stuff. But yeah, when they were showing it off, we were, I'm looking, they're like, look, at you could see the difference. And I was like, no, no, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> so. Nah, it's until you see the faster thing and get used to it, you don't notice it. But once you do get used to it, you notice that things aren't as smooth when you go back right. away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, you always get used to whatever you're like. So I could sit and play on 120 hertz for the next couple of months, and then it'd be jarring when I go back to it. But after a fucking week or something, I'd probably be used to it again. Right. Uh, although there's some people that see when frames. I've known people that have to take medication uh, because they get fucking motion sick and all that stuff if things aren't at 60. Um, uh, and thought that was insane when I heard that. <laughs> like, it's it's 60, 60 frames a second or thirty frames a second doesn't bother me. What bothers me is uh, visually is frame pacing. So it could be locked at thirty frames a second, but Final Fantasy fifteen or four, yeah, fifteen had a uh, had a really bad issue with it where it was uh, it you would see it was locked at thirty frames a second, but the frames weren't smooth. They weren't like connected together correctly. So you would get this like jar 
like yeah. when you were you would get this like jarring motion and that's the kind of thing that like bothers me more than anything if you can lock the frame rate for me that's great but if it's like up and down all the fucking time nah it's that it bothers the fuck out of me yeah so i know field of view affects some people yeah. probably should affect surf and things yeah uh but uh, this was if they would get hit migraine sort of thing if they had to play something at 30 because it was i don't know uh but fuck it anyway yeah. game break yeah. right yeah. you could take this next one since i know yeah. nothing really so <laughs> so apparently paper mario which is very odd for nintendo actually has a game breaking bug in it um it's a certain section called the you have to collect four stamps to get this vip card so if you collect all four stamps from the four hot springs you gain access to a secret fifth hot spring however one this is all from ign however once you enter the fifth hot spring the spring of rainbows you lose your vip pass so pretty much what it does is like you're not able to access the other areas again and once you leave the initial area where you lose the pass it auto saves so essentially it creates like a circle jerk of you not being able to get out of it and it's it's literally you have to do it it happened in skyward sword many years ago for the wii where you have to do things in a certain instance to get by the bug it's you can get by it but if you do it this way you fuck yourself and you have to start over essentially yeah, you're saying this yeah. was pretty deep in as well yeah this is i'm i'm probably like maybe like 12 15 hours in and this is deeper than where i am so i couldn't imagine losing that much progress i'd sell the fucking game yeah i'm kind of surprised that <laughs> Yeah, seems like the way you described it that it seemed like it should have been caught during playtesting. Yeah, it's that's definitely like one of those things where it should have been caught during playtesting. Um, it's, I mean, really, <laughs> the thing about it, the reason why I'm not really upset with Nintendo while it sucks, literally the game that I referenced that had also had a game breaking bug was fucking Skyward Sword for the Wii. So you're talking like what, like 2007 between 2007, yeah. 2008 to now, and I'm talking about two game breaking bugs in a Nintendo game. <laughs> I'm like, okay, they can they can get a little bit of leniency with me, but yeah, I'm glad that I'm not that far, and I'm glad somebody figured that out because now I can read this and completely avoid it. Fair enough. Th- uh, what the th- fuck? I was just reading. The next story, uh, and that confused the hell out of me. Oh, one line. Yeah. No, I, I, I read the battle towards then I skipped the next line, but read the next two. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck is battle towards the next Rocket League? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, battle towards coming August 20th. Uh, uh, I forgot about a, this game. A little throwback to Grounded, there's a, is it Rash, one of the Battletoads? Yes. It's like a Rash statue as one of the landmarks that you unlock, like, for your map. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> it's just tossed away in a pond or something like that, at the edge of a pond you find it. Have you ever uh, played Battletoads, Toast? I think we've talked about uh, it before. I've, the only time I've played it was at XO19, like, I played this new version. Oh, okay. Uh, they had, it was actually quite nice, they had, like, a little couch set up, like, to properly replicate the couch co-op thing it was me and surf uh playing it that's cool uh so it was what we were there for a good 30 40 minutes like because it was such a small fucking uh well in comparison to other shows it was like you could get as much access as you wanted so there was like a boss a beat-em-up level that led to like a boss type thing and then there was a racing level which i've seen like the videos of that fucking tunnel 
levelled. It's maybe impossible. It was similar to that. Sort it of is thing. impossible. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we could, we didn't get by our little racing bit anyway. I gave up after the fucking the forty minutes had passed. But yeah, I mean, it seemed fun. Uh, I don't know how it'll work with an online, if it even is online, like doing that racing stuff. Even if you've got the tiniest bit of lag, like if one person's hosting another person's thing, you're just going to constantly hit walls and that sort of stuff. So the original one for Nintendo <laughs> had a racing level like that, and I'm pretty sure I snapped two controllers while playing it. And it was so early on in the game. Yeah, and it was like it was immediately like it was like the second or third level in the game, and it was fucking impossible unless you had some kind of clairvoyance or knew exactly where all the uh, barriers were laid out, it just made you want to fucking snap a controller in half. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd definitely try it. Uh, it's just, I mean, uh, what would you describe that as outside the racing shit? It's like a beat-em-up? Yeah, it's a yeah. beat-em-up. Yep. Um, That's one thing I've never really touched. Like, that really right? all my gaming. Yeah. Hmm. You should try the new, uh, you should try the new Streets of Rage. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's no. on game. It should be on Game Pass. I'm not interested. Ah, <laughs> uh, womp womp. <laughs> I mean, I'm again. I'm sure I wouldn't despise it, but it's just not genre I've really. Remember, you weren't interested like. in uh, Grounded. I know, but fuck, she's rich. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm sure that I would like it, but fuck this game. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. It's like in my head, I think of it as such an old genre that it's like I'd rather play new stuff. Yeah, because what's it's a, what's the new Streets of Rage like? Does it feel like a new game, or does it just feel like a throwback to it's, old? It, it feels like if it's new aesthetic, but it feels like the old games, and it's very much like you said. It's a very much a a you had to have nostalgia for that uh, genre. It's like an yeah. arcade thing, isn't it? Yeah, so, a lot of them. And, yeah, and it's, they're very much like the arcades. Yeah, they were very much like arcade-driven type of that. That whole entire genre stemmed from arcades. So, yeah, yep. fucking Double Dragon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> you like hate everything Double Dragon now because then we made you watch that movie. Of course, uh, yeah. It's it's funny that you mentioned that because in the background of my show notes, I can see my notes on. Uh, Street Fighter, still. <laughs> oh, shit. That's another <laughs> fucking gem. <laughs> Is it? Did you watch no. it to refresh yourself on it? Did you? No. no. <laughs> you nope, did watch it. nope, nope, did, did watch it. Uh, <laughs> right, anyway, this next one. Ah, that makes more sense. Reading it properly. Fall Guys is <laughs> coming to PS Plus. <laughs> and there's a lot of talk about becoming the next Rocket League. Uh, Vinny's watched gameplay of this yet? Yeah, I have. Played it? I haven't. I'm extremely it's... excited for this game. Although... If they have a private mode, it'll be fucking perfect. <laughs> exactly, and I have no idea if they do. Yeah, it's, oh, what is man. it, 50 players start off, and then oh, you do like this, yeah, it's, it's, mini games. Is this MXC, it... is this MXC yeah, video yeah, game? Yeah, this is like MXC <laughs> yes. Wipeout mixed God with Gang damn Beast. it. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. This looks fucking ridiculous. I am totally in for this. I think it's a, a brilliant way to come to PS Plus. 
mm-hmm. just with it being kind of the battle royale player base. I think it's sixty count. But yeah, I think to, it's, to keep five games to make it to the final or four or something. Like that. Yeah, but it looks like I mean it's kind of like Rocket League. You don't necessarily have to master it. Um, just kind of get the concept down, and I think you're gonna have a lot of fun with it. This looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, this looks like a fucking nightmare. And it's it's kind of funny because, <laughs> like, it's from Devolver. PlayStation got this, and Xbox got Carrion, which mm. honestly I probably would have put them kind of reverse position on probably yeah. what the players look for but yeah i mean this just it looks like it's a better control game than their other games but uh. yeah i don't know if the final round is always the same but the stuff i've seen was like you start on a honeycomb and uh, mm-hmm. there's yeah. maybe like five or six levels to that honeycomb so you've got whatever the final count is like 20 people 15 10 something like that and everybody, once the honeycomb's touched, it disappears. So you have to be the last person standing. So like, there's people that sprint away and destroy all the honeycomb. Uh, whereas <laughs> there's some people that do- try and touch as little as possible darting about. Other people will like, go down four floors and try and take out everything out so that when people <laughs> drop, like they <laughs> automatically miss that floor and stuff. Uh, uh, it, just, it just looks like havoc. It just... <laughs> It's just seeing like the wall of all the different walls that you had to bust through, and uh, you know it's only one of them that you could break through. It's very much, yeah, very much a MXC. I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, so I think that's coming out the fourth. Be nice if, um, kind of similar to Rocket League, here year six months from now, that it does come over to Xbox. Because yeah, uh, I mean we could at least pick it up on Plus, even though most of the community aren't there. Like. That means I have to get my PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, you still not got Oh, yeah, because you, your backlog is getting uh, quite large on PlayStation with two major games. Yep. That's mm-hmm. going to be a good game of the year show in, what, three-ish? Three and a bit months? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, For at least fucking try Last of Us and fucking Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'll knock him out. <laughs> I have faith. I have faith in organic. I don't have faith that Bob's <laughs> going to get to fucking act two of Ghost of Tsushima. Look, look, listen. <laughs> all right, if they if they disable the photo mode, we'll be good. <laughs> the game is just fucking beautiful. I can't. I can't not look at it. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Anyway, right. thank fuck. <laughs> but thank it's fuck. Still been a long one. A lot longer than I would have liked. <laughs> Every time you say it's gonna be a short one or this is gonna be quick, we end up fucking ourselves. You just asked so many questions about grounded. I mean, I'm sorry, you were really interested in it. When you show passion in something, I want to keep that going. So I like to ask questions. Fair enough. Right. Right. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, there's less news and not less as much interest in about. games. So we can knock this one out in 40 minutes or something. Yeah, it'll be good yep. to hear the D and D talk next week. Fucking nerds. Well, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I want to hear about I want to hear about the Shugo hiding the fucking corner in a bush. <laughs> yeah, there'll be no American one. That's every three weeks. Uh, 
but they were oh, it'll be nice we'll get to talk D&D every week if we fucking time it properly <laughs> <laughs> that'll be good if, if you yep. told me if you told me a year from a year ago that that phrase would come out of your mouth I, I'm like you're out of your fucking mind you would never hear him say like oh man we get to talk about D&D every week <laughs> It's more so knowing that how um, saddening organic soul that drives me. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna submit. I'm gonna submit a question next week of where the podcast is going. So <laughs> where the podcast? I'll fix this. Yeah, I'll I'll fix do questions it. in this show. Fuck you. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's us for another week. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you next week. Uh, where can they find us on social? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Complete Geeks. And I think we even have a link to the show now on Instagram. And yeah, Twitter. we changed it around now. We got a show. To, we got a link to the show on our bio. Yeah, was it link? Uh, link is in the bio. There it is. Now I'm an influencer. Yep. yep. Uh, links for Discord will be in the show notes, and I'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. The complete geeks podcast.